Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Alex Horn Breaks the News. How are you? Guys, how are you? Good, thanks. Good, okay. Well, welcome. This is more, of course, than just a topical podcast fronted by me, Alex Horn, six foot two, still growing, fan of, I'm a fan of fun, festivals, and I've put freezer compartments. This podcast is also, in many ways, the culmination of all of life in the universe so far. For what we do here is we stand at the very precipice of evolution after 13.7 billion years of the universe's existence. This moment right now is the very latest moment in our development. So we are the future. Although, of course, in, in actual fact, this is not going out live. So when you do listen to this, you will be the future and we will be the past. In fact, because it's a podcast, we may well be a long way in the in the past. And of course, podcasts are on an already outmoded medium. Uh, and it's no coincidence that the word podcast contains both the words past and cod. So here we go. With me on the edge of the future are two of the I've 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 written two of the fittest men I've ever had the pleasure to mix with. First up, it's comedian, sketch show writer, sketch show performer, dancer, Singer, improviser, <coughs> improviser, musician, raconteur, showman, hunter, and most of all, friend. It's Dan Antipolsky. Hello, Alex. And next to him, it's Tim Key. <coughs> Hello. So welcome. And finally, uh, this week's expert is, of course, Nigel White. Hi. Hi, Nigel. How are you? Good, thank you. So as I think you know, Nigel, the two other guests, Dan Antipolsky, the writer, performer, and uh, sketch show star, and Tim I'm going to guess what your field of expertise is. I'd be surprised if they get it. I know. We're hoping for that sort of a emotion. So wait, hang on a second, Tim. Would you mind just describing Nigel White for the podcast listener? Hopefully, listeners. Okay. Uh, so he's... Um, so he? He mm-hmm. is a quite a big fella. Well, Up, upwards. Tall. Tall? Tall guy. <laughs> yep. He's... No, I don't, he's not... F- by any means, uh, fat. That wasn't what I was saying. <laughs> well, no, because he just touched his um, his belly. Well, so I breathe, breathed in. He's breathed. Mm. Oh, oh, you're breathing in. And I think just stomach. If you're not fat, just stomach. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Paunch. And stomach. Sm- smartly dressed. Very smartly dressed. Grey trousers. Grey socks. I could go on. Go on then. Black shoes 
and a sort of a a, a blue blue and white uh, very very small squares on his shirt and obviously the the visitors plaque right, on his right. so what do you, what would you do you want to hazard a guess at what Nigel's expertise is at this very early stage yeah I'm pretty confident actually okay windmill worker owns a windmill so either a windmill worker or an owner of a windmill okay it's not really very close not very close have you ever seen a windmill nigel I've been in the windmill. So, yeah, so maybe that's what you were thinking. He has been in a windmill. Is that I've what you were slept thinking? in a windmill. He slept in a windmill. <laughs> no, not, no boasting yet, Nigel. Why did you sleep in a windmill? Did you just fall it asleep? Was a, it was, was a holiday, tour? believe it or not. It was a holiday. Yes, yeah. The windmill was for hire. We were so on the first Was it floor. a landmark trust windmill? It was no longer working. windmill. Mm. Deconsecrated windmill. <laughs> Dan, do you want to guess what Nigel Short does? Oh, Nigel White does? I, I can guess what Nigel Short does. Good, well, guess what Nigel easier. Short does, and we'll see if that's I, right. I think he's a test, uh, a tennis player. Nigel Short? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it tennis with the checkmates? Anywho. Well, you're half right. So we'll can come I back have to a you. Guess? Oh, I think yes, Nigel yes, is a rural mayor and head of a cult. <laughs> Are you either of those things, Nigel? No, I think that's a bit of a wild guess, to be honest. Mm. Yes. Well, they haven't got much to go on yet. So. Have a quick, can I have a quick guess? Oh, okay. L- Left wing politician. Which one's that? Conservative or Labour? Just to test you. I don't know, but no. is, is he a left? Are you a left-wing politician or a ventriloquist? <laughs> Shepherd. Okay. Well, let's let's start. Let's analyse. Do you own a carvery? Do you like own a pub okay, where you that's have enough ca- for now? Okay. Leave Nigel for now. So we're going to start disc um, jockey by looking at one of the news. So probably the biggest news story of the week. It's a, it's one of my favourites. It's a good old-fashioned crime story. Uh, a robbery set in Selfridges. This is the news. From this week, and there's some views on that news. This is a views and news and interview show. Welcome, hello. So the first question, guys, in the uh, the Selfridge uh, robbery last week, what were the gang wielding? What like, does wielding? What's wielding? What what is wielding? Mm. You don't. You've never heard of the word wielding. We is it two, one word or two? Wielding. It's the wielding. Like how would that work in the sentence? What were the, what were the gang? I we- know what wielding is. Oh, you do know what wielding? Yeah, sorry. Okay. So, what were the gang wielding? What were the gang wielding? There's two things here, Tim. Oyster cards. Very sharp, sharpened, or just. I'm just thinking of their getaway. Oh, do you want to go back to what wielding means? <laughs> you wouldn't wield an oyster card when you like when you you, you sort of swipe your oyster okay, card. I mean, you don't wield it. Cr- cricket stumps. But cricket bales. I'll give you a point, Dan. It was axes and sledgehammers. Okay. Not yeah, axe. not cricket equipment. What did they steal, the uh, axe wielders? What do you reckon they stole? Next time I'll throw it over to you, Nigel, because you might know more about this than them. What I think they, they stole st- yeah. jewellery. Jewelry. Watches. I was going to say that, yeah. Watches. That's what the most portable, Nigel? valuable thing in Selfridges. Yeah, it's watches. It? It's watches. So no points there. They both got it. How many, how many pounds worth of one million? How were they disguised? Burkers. Spot on. And Dan, what, what are you going to say? I feel like the applause has slightly prejudiced the answer. Mm. Okay. The, the suspense of this moment. But what was it a double? If bark? he hadn't said burkers, mm. I would have Big said um, fathers for justice type superhero costumes. But specifically skewed mm. to the commercially more available Man of Steel area. 
That's this moment. In the Willard Burgers. time of going to broadcast. So a point to Tim there. Just one. Just, just one. The eyewitnesses said they didn't say a word to each other, which is, of course, the sign of professionals. Although they did, they dropped a duffel bag full of watches. Two of them were detained by members of the public, and one of them crashed his scooter and broke his leg. Quite professional. Yeah, quite professional. <laughs> so were they apprehended? Yeah, they were. <laughs> they didn't. Them. They didn't. They weren't all apprehended, so some of them are still... I think one, a couple of them escaped. Yeah. Don't pass up the opportunity to use the phrase at large, Alex. Oh, That's not the place for a dot, dot, dot. I was just about to say that a couple of them are still at large. Do you want to have any more guesses of what Nigel gets up to? He's yeah. a pretty sharp guy. Mm. I'm, th- I'm looking at a position of considerable responsibility, possibly for weaponry. <laughs> do so you... In charge of guns. Do you... Are you employed in the Aldershot area... You, do you, like, live in a hill, live and work in a hill in Aldershot with a secret entrance, and all the locals know about it, but everyone just, you know, does the eye. Just intriguing thought, isn't it? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. No, you don't. Oh. Okay. Getting closer, though. Is, is it closer? Than tra- I think I might have got an idea. Do you work at a university? In a university. In a university. No. <clears throat> that was your, a genuine guess, wasn't it, Tim? Yeah. So that was disappointing for but you. But I'm going to have one more guess. Later on. And so I'd like to present my latest news-related song, and this is the first of my songs, Nigel, to have a title. This song is called Certain Men. Louis Walsh and Callum Best And Elton John and Shane Warne Warning. And Mel Gibson and John Cleese And Sir Sylvester Stallone He's not a knight yet. Nick Cage He is quite a looker. Ramsey, he's the angry cooker. These men have one thing in common more than just their gender. Gender. They have all had something changed. No, it's not their gender. Gender. Sean Penn was Madonna's husband. Oscar, Silvio Berlusconi and Jason Gardner, the ex-dancing on Ice Judge. They did not have much on top, their hairlines were receding. Receding. So they had a simple op-hair transplant for receding. Receding. James Nesbitt. He's that Irish actor. The cricketer, not the fashion designer. Wayne Rooney has just had another hair transplant operation. Good luck, Wayne. There we go. So, uh, good luck, Wayne. Wayne had his second hair transplant operation last week. So, he's back to the first set of hair. Yes, it's been it's a reversal. So, guys, I know you two literally um, live and breathe news, although not actually. <laughs> it's not a gas, but I'm afraid uh, you're now going to have to get yourself ready for an occasional item called "Things Not in the News This Week." Things not in the news this week. Some are really, really small. Things not in the news this week. They weren't talked about at all. Things not in the news this week at all. Things that haven't really been on the news yet. Yet. So this is uh, uh, my top three stories that didn't make it onto the news outlets this week, and they all concern 
me. And you could guess uh, which of the following is true, which I've made up. So, at uh, number one, this week, a husband of a friend of mine was playing golf at quite an exclusive golf course. On the ninth tee, he hit the ball too well. It went too hard, and it, it flew over the green and landed in the car park, and he heard a noise. And uh, he went to try to find his ball or the damage. Couldn't find either, so he just played on. And uh, and the next hole, he was chased down by an official who said that he thinks that guy had broken a window in a car. And uh, it was a very expensive course. And so the guy was worried. My, my friend's husband was worried that it was going to cost him a lot of money. And he got given the details of the car. And it turned out um, it was his own car. So the 300 cars in the car park, he hit, hit his own car. That's the first story. Uh, number two, my dad, uh, Hugh, was walking down the street last week in Midhurst and uh, he said hello to someone that he thought he recognised. And then about a minute later, he realised he didn't know who the person was at all. And then another minute later, he realised he'd said hello to him because he looked a lot like him. So he sort of recognised him from the mirror. And then at number three, um, I overheard a man in the pub uh, two <laughs> nights ago telling his friend what he got for his birthday. And he said he got a new Man United shirt a Jamie Oliver cookbook, a tattoo, and a Toblerone. So, which of those is true? Can One, two, first? or three. Yeah. Pass. You're going to pass this round, okay? I think it's the second one. Okay. Your father and his yeah. reflection. But one point to Dan. They're all true. They're all true. He'd so. hit his own car. Yeah. That's amazing. It's a good story, isn't it? Yeah. So, is that? Would that be a coincidence? Is that a coincidence? Yes. Have you been wondering for a while what... That's, yeah, that's a good example of a coincidence. OK, this is a good news story. A revolutionary what that could eat... Uh, sorry, a revolutionary what that could ease malnutrition and blindness in the third world was backed by Britain last week. Person? So you think a revolutionary person that could ease malnutrition and blindness was backed by Britain? Not a person. Got the right first letter, though. So Peapod. Peapod. A revolutionary Peapod. <laughs> no. A pill? Nope. Potato. Can you read the whole thing without... A revolutionary potato. It's actually a super potato that could ease malnutrition and blindness in the third world. It was backed by Britain this week and on the eve of a major summit that was also this week. You can see why they've backed it. Yeah. It's a good. It's a super potato. Yeah. Well, there's a promotional tie-in, of course, again with Man of Steel. <laughs> well, luckily, we're going to have, a in, in honour of the potato and the man, we're going to have a super quiz in a minute. But first of all, I want you to guess the that colour of the potato. That would be quite a good name for the new Superman film. Super Potato. <laughs> <laughs> Packed with vitamin A, the something-coloured sweet potato is tolerant of drought. Beige! Go for beige. I'll give you beige. It's orange. So another point for Tim. It's two all now. Ooh, racing yeah. away with it. This week, uh, tens of thousands of people attended the Big If event in Hyde Park. <laughs> Big if is sort of the catchphrase of this show, so we're quite pleased. To hear calls for action against food shortages. So who do you think called for action against food shortages? There are three major players. Monsanto. Mm-hmm. Uh, the G8. The G8. <laughs> and V8, the vegetable drink. So you're going for V8, G8, and Monsanto? Yes, the genetically modifying big crop company in the States. Okay, we're looking just for three celebs, really. Oh, Mm. Jamie Oliver. Cl yeah. Vin Diesel. And Fern Britton. <laughs> it was Gates, Williams and Class. Who's Gates? Bill Gates. Williams. Serena. Rowan. Yeah. And Mylene. Mylene Class. So no points there, Nigel. Nice to have potatoes in the news. <laughs> We're just going to very briefly celebrate um, 
the nautical-looking Sue Perkins by uh, enjoying my guide to the River Thames. Here we are again. It's an Alex Horn guide to uh, the River Thames. I've come to the River Thames to try to, well, amongst other things, finally find the source of the River Thames. Of course, so far, no one knows where it starts. We all know where it ends. We all see it splurging out. How's the Parliament? But where does it where does it start? So I've come to London to find out. Wow, what a river, I guess. That's, I mean, when you look at the river, that's mainly what you think. You think, wow, what a river. And, uh, and on and on it ebbs and so on. I'm on the south bank at the moment, so it's a bit loud and a bit... Uh, but it's nice, it's nice. There's some people, I saw a man fold himself in half and then people uh, give him money for that in a, in a bucket because he'd made himself... Sort of, it looked very painful, so they all gave him some money. Um, so I'm going to track up through the uh, people on the South Bank and, and try to find this mysterious source of the River Thames. So I set off at soon after dawn at about 11, and I've been walking and walking, and it's now it's nearly lunch, and I found it. I have found the source of the River Thames. It's, um, you can see it in, sorry, the shores of the River Thames. I can see it in front of me. It's just, it, what it is, it's on either side of the river. It's just, um, it's just like, there's some stones, a bit of beach. The River Thames, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, now for the National Anthem. Welcome back. Let's find out what Nigel does. Do you want to have one last guess? Yeah. Shall I give him a clue? Give us a, Ooh, give us a clue. I'm not sure. A very general clue. First of all, could you mime what you do, but only using your face? <laughs> no, I <Okay>. can't. <laughs> no, it's a difficult one. Okay, you can give him a general clue. I, I work in the food industry. Let's see if you can narrow down the, f the food type. Yeah. You, you can? Yeah. And I love the food that I work with. Yeah. Dog food. <laughs> No. <laughs> Can dogs eat the food that you um, work they with? They do. They uh, they they will routinely eat the bit of the food that some people don't want to eat. Now then, of, is of it a particular type of this? Is food. it? Are you eat a butcher? Them. Not a butcher. Oh, is it meat? Butcher, no, that's good. Good thinking. Though. Is it cheese? And the, the and the <clears> dogs <throat> eat the wax. Did you hear what he said? I did hear what he said. Yeah, you mm. said the magic word, cheese. Cheese. Cheese and the dogs eat the wax. Are you a cheesemonger? A no. cheese... What's the word for cheese? You're, You're a cheese a maker. a cheese quality controller. He's a cheese expert. A cheese expert. I'm also what they call a turophile, which is a posh name for somebody Someone who, who, loves loves, shrouds. who loves cheese. Turo coming from Greek. Oh. So. Amazing. Mm. Well, I love cheese too. Not as much as Nigel. Maybe. Oh. Well, let's, oh. let's find out. Cheese off. Let's let's find Maybe out. Maybe I well when you say let's find out. Mm. I mean you're talking I, well, about. Well you say how much do you love cheese? 
Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But I'm already suspicious of your methodology because maybe I have only heard of like three cheeses, but I really have an intense feeling. I'm, for all it. I'm going to say is how much do you love cheese? Okay. How much do you love cheese? I love it a lot. How much do you love cheese, Nigel? It's it's nature's miracle food. It is absolutely... F- we know we make over 700 different types of cheese in this country. How many? How many do they make in France? How many over 700? About 50, perhaps. 750. 750, let's let's say. Yeah. It will be disputed, but let's say 750. Okay. Is that more than any other country? Uh, probably not. Is um, France the leader of number of cheeses? They uh, seem to have a different one for every in village France, in France. They make no? an awful lot of different types of cheese, but yeah. a lot of them are very much the same cheese. They just go by a different name. And we've got the same here. That there's probably only, if you if you look at the the cheese world, there's probably only six different types of cheese. Premier Cathedral Baby City. Bell. Craft slices. <laughs> but one of the reasons why I got you here was that uh, obviously the BCB is promoting um, cheese toasties this week, aren't they? We are. We've set up a competition inviting people across the country to send in their recipes for cheese on toast. Like, do you guys eat cheese on toast? Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone's got their favourite way of doing it. It's their one of those meals that the recipe is the recipe's kind of in the name a bit, isn't it? Yeah, no, but, but you can add a bit tweaks. of Liam Perrins or oh, right. some tomato, a bit of onion. Tomato, pepperoni, make it A bit of red round. onion I like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there a top tip? Not yet, and that's what we're hoping for. We're yeah. hoping to, we've already had about 50 entries come in from, okay. from across the country. It was only launched earlier this week, and uh, or last week, rather. And what we're looking for are regional twists. You know, if you're in Lancashire, the, the Lancastrians will tell you that Lancashire cheese makes the best cheese on toast, and they've all got their own special recipe for it. Mm, if you're in Yorkshire, it'd probably be Wensleydale down yeah. in the West Country. It'd be cheddar. cheddar. Wales, it would be Caerphilly, and so on. So you've got those twists, and then what type of bread, what type of things you're putting with it. One of my favourites is is blue stilt with mango chutney. Last year, we, d- we did something quirky as well. We, we got people to... Um, to write words to either the national anthem or, or um, land of hope and glory or Jerusalem, eulogising cheddar, hmm. and this got an amazing response from people out there. The words that people came up with, talking about cheese and cheddar in particular, set to those tunes were absolutely amazing. Um, cheese chat is n- nearly over, but we're going to have a quick cheese quiz, obviously. But you two versus Nigel, if that's all right, just to sure. okay. put them to the test. So you just got to name the cheese that I'm talking about. Can we confer, or is it quick fire? Who were the three of you? Just the two, the two of you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can confer, but that may Slow give Nigel down. the advantage, and yeah. Nigel will be able to hear. And Nigel, you can confer. And too. he's already blessed with quite a considerable natural advantage. Yeah. I'm lactose intolerant. It's The first cheese is two words. Okay, Red Stinking Leicester. Bishop. There you go, straight for it. It was the nickname of a mysterious, powerful shortwave radio station. Irish cheddar. The first word is a county. On the east coast of England, its county name is the name... By the way, Joel, the producer, has written all this, and he's a lovely guy. Norfolk Blue. No. The second word, you can do this with an egg. Running. The county town is Lincoln. Lincolnshire Scramble. Lincolnshire Poacher is correct, and Nigel gets it. I've never heard of that. It's a hard... Oh, I should ask you. What sort of cheese is the Lincolnshire post- it's post- a cheddar uh, poacher? cheddar-style cheese. It's yeah. made to a traditional farmhouse type of recipe, and it's matured for 18 months to two years, the best. Got it. Really good. Worth trying. I find the interesting thing, the shape. The shape of... It's cylindrical. Yeah. Cylindrical cheeses are cylindrical. I suppose they are. Okay, two words, the second cheese. Second of 40. Sec- two words... Desmond Tutu was one of these. 
Stinking Bishop. He's got it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we've, we've been talking a lot about Stinking Bishop, so that was just... So, it, actually, let's make it best of three. So, this is the one. Here we go. Okay, this is the this is the cheese final. This is exciting, isn't it? Well done, Joel, on this. Excellent cheese quiz. What's the name of the cheese quiz? Cheese. Cheese quiz. Okay. This is a four-word cheese. The first word is one better than sir. Alan Sugar is one. Duke. Lord. Lord is the first word of the cheese. It's also a river in British Columbia, Canada. The Lord, they're very strange clues, is in charge of more than a hundred and... Lord, this cheddar rocks. He's in charge of more than 199 of them. It's a superb English used milk cheese. Has a lot in common with the Italian pecorino. Oh. Are you sure it's a cheese, Joel? <laughs> well, isn't it something Lord of the Hundreds? It is Lord of the Hundreds. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got that. Ooh, I'd run out of clues. Lord of the Hundreds. It's a funny name for it. Hmm. I've not tried it. I think yeah. I've heard of it though. Maybe after this, we should all go and buy some Lord of the Hundreds. There are more cheese questions. Yeah, let's do some. These are quick fire. Let's just sort of bang these out and then we'll move on. Okay, French, soft, round, white, rinded, great with bacon, brie. Round, Dutch, red wax covering. Edam. Posh version of brie, great when baked. Yes, Tim's back in it. English, classic, hard. Cheddar. Cheddar. Red, from Leicester. Leicester. Okay, so there's a cheese quiz. So before we go, we do obviously have to rush over to North Korea for our North Korean news. We do a North Korean update every week, although last week it didn't make it into the edit. And I had a complaint, by the way, Joel. Somebody didn't get their North Korean news. Uh, So this week we've got a new North Korean jingle to make sure it stays in. Here are the violin. North Korea news from Alex Hall. I love the trumpet, Alex Horn, Alex Horn, that's me. I play the guitar really fast. Now I play the guitar really fast. Now I play the guitar really fast. Now I play the guitar really fast. Here come those violins. North Korea. Okay, so this week the oh sorry, what what are the scores? So we can very close, eleven ten two. Tim. Okay, so you need to get the points here. There are. Sorry, is one point available, so you can only draw now, Dan. Or lose. Or lose. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, your options are lose or draw. Okay, so this week, the main news from the Koreas is that North Korea and South Korea are going to have a... Fight. Fight. It's chat. They're going to talk for the first time in two years. Well, I was going to give you the point. It's it's a meeting. They're going to have a meeting, first one since 2007. But they may not talk during uh, the meeting... They may uh, eyeball each other. So you think maybe Tim should lose a point rather than gain a point. That is very much my view. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, no, he's going to get a point, I'm afraid, because they're going to have a meeting. They've booked a conference centre, and they're all invited, apparently. All of the Koreans. All the Koreans. All of the Koreans. All of the Koreans. A big old meeting with an agenda. So thank you for um, listening. The final scores are Tim has... 12. And Dan has... 10. So congratulations, Tim. Another victory and another loss for old uh, Dan Topolsky. Do people ever call you Dan Topolsky? Is a sort of... in, if they're in a rush, yeah. Hmm. Um, I'll answer to it, unless Dan Topolsky is in the room, and then I leave it to him. I've got... The, the, the prize is a badge. How would you spell the word swap? 
I'd spell it with a. I'd usually spell it with an A. I imagine you've got an O there. Yeah. Swap with a. Oh, I swap Panini stickers badge. So you can wear that, and then people come up with you with their spare I Panini stickers. I think that's a, a little racist spasm, and they wrote the word Panini, and they felt Italian, and that's why they spelt... Oh, they've put WAP? Yeah. You reckon definitely they carried... I think it just wasn't whop. checked. It is, was not checked. Here's hmm. WAP, Panini stickers. Uh, can we cut that out as well? <laughs> so you can wear that with pride. It is best if you're going to wear that to have some Panini stickers on you, because people will come up and... And some pride. Mm. So that's that, and by that I mean How the much end. Is this? Oh, sorry, that's fifty pence from the charity shop. And that's that, and by that I mean the end. But only the second that, and that's that. I don't mean the end. The end. I mean that's the end. So that's the end. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Dan. And most of all, thank you. And a thousand thank yous, and then another hundred thank yous to Nigel White, the chairman of the Bermuda Secretary. Sorry, Secretary. Well, he's actually the chairman of the Stilton Cheesemakers Association. The SCA, is that correct? Secretary of that. And another hundred thank yous to Nigel White, the Secretary of the Stilton Cheesemakers Association. Always the Secretary. The Secretary the of the, Bermu- the British Cheese Board. Yep. And the Chairman. Are you Chairman of anything? Not now. Not yet? Not now? Were you Chairman of the Stilton Cheesemakers? No, I think I was Chairman of a cricket club, but that's about as far as which I got. Which cricket club? That was Old Serbetonians. And the former Chairman of the Old Serbetonians Cricket, cricket Club. Club. I have broken news And I have broken news We have broken news Thank you for listening This is the end bit There's just a glissando left now Now That was the glissando big goodbye. Alex Horn Breaks the News is a Pixie production for Dave and it was produced by Joel Porter. Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for release. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum, Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell, and dad, Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising people. Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. <laughs>